0: Welcome to The Real Freedom Show, where we inspire you to pursue your passion to gain time and financial freedom through opportunities in real estate. I'm your host, Mike Swenson. Let's get some real freedom together. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Real Freedom, where we are talking about building time and financial freedom through different opportunities uh, in real estate. And so in the past, we've talked a little bit with people that have had franchises, done franchises. And so we're going to talk about that a little bit today. And then also to hear our guest, Kareem karashni's story. And he's going to talk about his past journey, sales, his own businesses as an entrepreneur. And then the cool thing about you as well, that I know a lot of our audience would love to hear is you're a world traveler. And so your background, I know born in Canada, grew up in France, parents are Algerian, and now currently you're in Malaysia for a year. And so you've been all over the place. And so to be able to build businesses and be location independent is an amazing thing. So we're just excited to hear your story. So welcome to the show.
1: And I'm excited to be here. Thank you, Mike. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. And uh, I know it's going to be a great conversation because even off, uh, off record, we, we already started to have a really good conversation. So
0: <laughs> yes. Nice. Why don't you just go ahead and start kind of share a little bit about your background. And I know our listeners are excited to hear kind of how that location freedom happens while still being able to run and grow businesses at the same time.
1: So as you mentioned, yeah, even my, uh, growing up, uh, I, I grew up in on multiple uh, continents and not just in multiple countries. Um, and so, I guess that's something you know that's that stuck with me. And so, as I started my professional journey, I started in in, in Canada, um, actually a little bit in France, then in Canada in sales mostly. You know, started to grow that uh, that scale um, that led me pretty naturally to entrepreneurship. Um, so. In uh, in Halifax, Nova Scotia, for those who are familiar, that's where I started my first business, and it's still growing to this day. That was five years ago. Uh, it's a cleaning company named uh, Steammates. Um, we actually have multiple locations. We're offering, o- opening uh, another location in Toronto soon. So it's a business that is uh, that is growing uh, in the cleaning industry, and um, and so using you know this background in sales and management and entrepreneurship, um, I uh, I figured I mean I realized you know about myself. Uh, that I was a lot more an entrepreneur than a business owner. Meaning once the business is running um, and, you know, pretty smooth, yes, there are ways to to grow it, but what excited me the most was the challenge of starting a new a new venture from scratch finding an opportunity a market for it and 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 even you know the the uh, initial and ongoing sales aspect, you know whether it is uh, marketing whether it is uh, networking direct sales and so on that's really what uh, what i found fun so um when the newest opportunity came you know one of uh, a new opportunity sorry came came on the on the table uh, that was in late 2020 early 2021 um, I, I decided to jump into it, and uh, and there were multiple layers of challenges that I enjoyed, from uh, uh, from you know bringing uh, a model which I'm going to explain in a minute, but a new model in a new market, but also finding some investors uh, to and fundraise some capital to uh, to get started. And so that venture is PropertyGuys.com. It's a it's a business that has been growing in Canada for over 25 years, very successfully from coast to coast, um, and it basically offers an alternative solution to the traditional real estate model, which is a model that hasn't changed in over 100 years and doesn't make as much sense, you know, nowadays for, for a lot of people, you know, the fact that you have to um, spend a lot of money in, um, in in commission, as well as a lawyer, a photographer, a stager, appraiser, you know, all the services that you need to sell your own property. As, as you probably know, Mike, a lot of people... Um, want to either sell on their own or find a way where they don't have to spend 20 30 40 50 60 grand uh, in the process and so that's what property guys came to offer it's uh, it's basically a one uh, one-stop shop for everything real estate where you get all the service you need included in a package for a one-time flat fee typically in the range of four five six grand instead of 40 50 60 and nothing else to uh, to be able to sell your property so when i discovered the uh the, the property guys model and their brand and and you know they're raving fans and and so on. Um, I was I was sold right away. I wanted to get involved, and so uh, how I'm I'm involved with that is to bring this model to Massachusetts, so a new market um, uh, in in the U.S. We've been expanding in some states in the U.S., Texas, Florida, but Massachusetts is right now leading the way, as well as Connecticut, actually. Um, and uh, and so my job really is to attract and select the best fit for each uh, franchise territories that we have available, and then to offer some ongoing support for, for them to be successful. I've been doing that now for about a year, and we have the first few franchisees who are going to get started very, very soon in the next few weeks. So that's uh, super exciting that it's it's uh, it's taking off, and it's taking off faster and faster now as we go.
0: Well, it was interesting that you mentioned about uh, being an entrepreneur over a business owner, because we had talked a little bit offline how I have a background. We launched a franchise inside of real estate, and so I've been exposed to a lot of these franchise conferences. And so learning about people that are are franchisees, learning about people that are on your end in franchise sales, they like the ability to go build, conquer something, and then probably move on to something else too. And so that's kind of a cool thing is recognizing you do own a business, but there's a difference between climbing up that mountain, going through that hard stuff, launching something new, and then you can go and and do that again versus, okay, now I've got systems in place and I'm just operating a business. And so it is a distinct difference. And some people can handle both, but some just really like that climb a mountain feel. And then I go move on and I go climb a different mountain in the same industry or the same type of exactly. thing or in a completely different industry.
1: Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm the exact same way. Uh, but as you said, very rightly so uh in, uh in franchise, it's the other type of people that we're looking for. Those who um don't necessarily want to climb that mountain, figure things out, potentially fail because you know most businesses most startup uh, fail in the in the first uh two two three years uh, when you when you acquire a franchise yes there is an initial cost which is relatively speaking uh, really not uh, that high with uh, with property guys but most franchises you you have to to buy in but what you buy in as you said is the brand is the, the 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 brand recognition you know client database um and and some systems and processes that you don't have to figure out so the risk uh, of failing is dropped drastically uh and uh and, and so you start with this you know with multiple miles <laughs> ahead of someone who's starting their own their own brand and their own their own business um and uh and and it allows you also to to grow a lot faster and to take over you know larger piece of, uh, of the market, maybe expand to different to, to more territories. Most of our franchisees actually get a second and a third territory um, because you know there is a limited number of uh, of them and so they want to take over a bigger piece of the pie. Um, as they get successful a lot faster, most franchisees actually get um, uh, are profitable within within six to twelve months, which is you know which is crazy. it's unheard of compared to um, to the traditional you know business industry. Um, and uh, and so therefore they can they can grow their business and, and expand very very quickly. And often uh, sorry to link with uh, you know traveling or, or having other ventures or other uh, things uh, in hand, they often also are able to turn it into somewhat of a passive income. Uh, where they don't have to be working in the business, but they can work on it remotely or you know or physically. And I know a lot of franchisees who, after you know acquiring their first, second, and third territory, they end up doing some real estate investing or even you know moving on to other things while while their business is uh, is running. That's an option that is definitely available compared to you know getting a McDonald's. I don't think as a McDonald's owner you you it is easy to to get you know off. Um, the the day
0: to day. I think it it's really important for people to understand thinking why would I want to invest in a franchise? Well, yeah, you're really increasing your likelihood to have success in an industry because you're borrowing on in your case 20 25 years of experience running a successful business and it might be hey, I've got this idea I wanted to to do something like this or it's really just plug and play like my goals my time that i have available the money that i have available just happens to be a fit for an opportunity like this or a a different opportunity so oh it happens to be in real estate great so some people absolutely don't have to have real estate experience to be in a real estate franchise some people may like that connection but you really don't have to and i know in the franchise world for somebody like you you're looking to find somebody that's a great fit a great match that's really going to be excited about this opportunity enhance it because if it's not a fit then it's just like a job right if if you're in a job that isn't a fit with your that's skills right. and abilities and passions you're not going to enjoy doing it and so you're trying to find that person that enjoys those same things and it fits their interests their time available obviously their money and their financial goals and what they want to do
1: 100% and to add to that even uh, aspiring you know uh, real estate professionals so we mentioned obviously yeah real estate agents mortgage brokers you know real estate investors all kind of Sell professionals are excellent fits uh, for 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 this model. You know, it adds an extra an extra hat, an extra source of income, or an extra source of leads and clients, which they can you know cross. Uh, if you're a mortgage broker, I'm taking that example specifically because the newer newest franchisee that we're getting, um, he's uh, he has been a very successful mortgage broker for uh, 20 or 25 years, and so he's adding actually two franchises right off the bat uh, to to his portfolio in order to you know cross those clients from from one side to the other and really maximize profit and it's um it's definitely something uh, um uh, something that i actually um uh, specifically try to approach and target um uh those real estate professionals that can have this double hat but someone with no real estate experience who has always you know loved and and uh, the real estate industry and wanted to get to get into it um don't necessarily want to get their license it's a very crowded industry uh, in Massachusetts, we have twenty-seven thousand plus uh, agents that are all, you know, pretty much offering the the same the same value proposition. Whether you use, you know, uh, uh, Mike or or Mary, uh, you you can sell or buy your house the same way and for pretty much the same commission. Um, so being able to get into the real estate industry without having to get your real estate license and uh, and offering something different where you stand out from the crowd and where you get a whole bunch of organic leads and clients because you're the only one in your territory. Um, uh in addition to the fact that you actually own your own business you're not just quote unquote a contractor going from one commission to another so all those those uh points are are high value in the eyes of uh, uh aspiring entrepreneurs or even just real estate agents who want you know to to do things
0: differently. Yeah, I look at it as adding another tool in your tool belt. If you're already in the industry, there's something that you're doing. And so being a franchisee or an opportunity like this, it's another tool. Maybe your client base has some overlap there where you can maximize value for the client base you've currently built in whatever industry you're in. And I think people in real estate would also understand having multiple streams of income is really important. And some are gonna be more time-driven where they soak up a lot of your time and some aren't, or it might be for a season. Hey, I'm gonna pour in a bunch of time now for six or 12 months, and then I can kind of pull back the reins and have things up and running or hire somebody to take over for something. So there's a lot of flexibility in having franchises.
1: Yeah, 100%. And so what, what happened with your with your franchise? I don't know if we uh, we touched on that. So uh,
0: essentially, some of the folks in the group wanted to change to a different brokerage and some didn't. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of just agreed to dissolve what we had in that model. And so we operated just like a regular residential real estate team did. We had mm-hmm. um, like a, an admin hub that did all all the marketing, admin, transaction, backend nice. stuff for teams in different locations. So mm. I always made the joke of we were talking with somebody on our board of advisors of here's what we're looking to do. We're looking to grow our real estate team into other locations. And this guy who's outside of real estate said, oh, I think you should talk to a franchise attorney about that. That sounds like you're operating like what a franchise would be. And then my mm-hmm. joke is always, well, if you go hire a franchise attorney and tell them about your model, they're going to tell you, oh yeah, this should be a franchise. <laughs> you know, I'll yeah. pay a bunch of money and I'll, you you could tell me that exactly. a franchise. <laughs> so um, so that, that's how we ended up going about that model. Our decision was about the money flow and wanting to make sure we were compliant in the states because we were in multiple states. So wanting to make mm. sure we handled that well. So that was kind of the big tipping point for us because there's a lot of people that did what we did. Everybody except us wasn't franchised, but we felt like to grow and to be in compliance in those states, that was a good model to have. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, essentially yeah. we yeah. just dissolved. The admin staff kind of went and each supported the Different teams on their own, mm-hmm. and that was that's a, good. That and
1: a you, you left ago. with uh, with very uh, amazing experience, and that might even be something that you, uh, you you would use in a later later business. But you, you touched on something important, uh, which I don't think we we mentioned. That's another huge value in a franchise model, and including uh, property guys. Um, it's not only that you're buying the the brand and the the systems and so on, but also all the ongoing service provided by the franchisor or to the franchisee. Uh, whether it is marketing, uh, in our case it's marketing, it's lead generation. We have a call center in house that does inbound outbound calls. Um, you know the website with the the SEO, the CRM. So all those things that really really uh, uh, alleviate a lot of the the hard work and a lot of the um uh the hustle you know uh, that that you have as a business owner because you and i know as a business owner you're trying to do everything and you're trying you know to 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 get all those um you know marketing agents and graphic designer and web designer and so on when all of that is removed and your focus is 100% on business development on growing the brand um in your territory um you can see how this team works really lift the whole the franchise and the franchises around and and the whole model um, and that's something that I personally really, really bought in uh, this, this idea of teamwork instead of every, uh, everyone being in competition. Um, I think it's just uh, it's just uh, a game changer, you know, for for the mm-hmm. industry.
0: Well, even as an example, you know, I consult with real estate teams on the side in terms of admin, business, mm-hmm. and operations still. And so there's somebody out there that I'm talking to that is a solo admin person, and they're like, "Well, I'm trying to do all these things. Like, we really need a marketing person, and so you don't necessarily have the funds to hire a marketing person full time. So you have to figure: Do I hire a service? Do I do something a contract role? And so you've got all these fractionalized needs out there. When you hire a franchise now, because they're serving so many different locations, you get a specialist in each of those areas. And so instead of a team of generalists, you have a team of specialists where all I do is this type of marketing, or all I do is this yeah. type of stuff or accounting or bookkeeping and all that. And now as the business owner, you don't have to worry when do I hire the next full-time employee for these operational or admin services because it's it's all there, it's already included. And so that's how, like you said, you can focus on the most important things to grow your business because you know that back end support is there to help. Absolutely.
1: And and actually this with this economy of scale where you know you have a handful of vetted expert professionals that are specialized in your in your model, um, so not only it is you know it's great for the franchisee, or it's amazing for the franchisee as well because it reduces uh, the uh, the cost drastically and makes the business very low overheads. Because you don't, and I tell that to to the potential franchisee all the time. They actually don't have to hire a team. They don't even need to get an office. <laughs> they they don't have to hire a team, um, and they can really get started. <clears throat> Sorry, whether they get started on their own with their spouses, with their business partner, whatever it might be, they can get started right away. They start making money right away. That's why I mentioned that the the ROI is is pretty uh, pretty quick within six to twelve months on average, um, because there is you know pretty much um, you know very little expenses uh, to uh, to have, and payroll usually is the highest. Uh, the, the biggest expense.
0: You talk to people, what are the challenges in your business? It's usually finding people and putting in systems. And so that's what a franchise can help accomplish. So so talk a little bit about um, being able to do this while traveling all over the place. I know people out there wish they were in your shoes. So how is this that you were able to work and build these companies and, and build your jobs that you've done in the past while still not living in the United States and Canada.
1: That's um, it's something I, I, I really do uh, enjoy sharing because I think a lot of people are currently in a position where they actually can do that. And it's just a matter of uh, having, you know, the knowledge that they can do that, how to do that, and the leap of faith of, of actually doing it. And I'm talking coaches, consultants, you know, anyone who's currently working remotely At home, should you know, take it on the road. So, for me, it's been um, it's been a process because I had that in mind for a few years even before starting my first business. To make it short, I was uh, in sales on commission and I was making really good money. And I was working about four or five months a year and traveling. You know, the rest of the year and spending all my money. And so I figured, hey, I need to find a way to (laughs) to uh, to make it more sustainable long term, where I do have an income as I'm also you know living my life, whatever uh, this might mean. And in my case it is travelling in large part um, and so i when i started my uh, my first business very quickly very you know from from the first few months um i looked at uh, automating uh, those uh, those systems creating systems and processes for the business automating them delegating those uh, uh, those uh, those tasks and responsibilities um or eliminating eliminating them <laughs> that's a tough word and and just you know and you you repeat that and you have that well recorded uh, and your business becomes this operation manual that contains all your, your, your systems. And so as I started doing that from, from the start, that was a blessing because as we were growing and then as I was opening new branches across the country, the country, um, it, it made things easy because it almost doesn't matter who's running the business, whether the manager, the assistant manager, the cleaners, they each know exactly what they have to do and they don't have to reinvent the wheel. They follow those systems that I've put in place. Um, which we can in, uh, improve over time, but uh, you know, it uh, it allows the business to grow without you. So you're not your own limitation, your own bottleneck. Um, and uh, as you remove yourself from the process, it is not by laziness. It is to allow the business to actually strive and grow without having one decision maker in the middle or one person doing any any of those uh, those tasks. Um, so as I, I've been doing that, and you know, improving it, and and uh, learning about it, and teaching about it. Uh, you probably heard of the the book the e myth which is a book that i um highly highly recommend to any business owners entrepreneurs um so that's that's uh, in in some words that's what it's uh, it's talking about anyways um as i was doing that i realized that okay i, I am now working from home i'm not needed in the business and i uh, even if i am needed i find another way you know whenever i'm i'm called for uh, whatever reason i was tr- always trying to find a creative way to uh, to not have to show up Again, not by laziness, but because I wanted to fully re- being removed. Once that was done and I'm, I was working from home or from a coffee shop for, for a certain period of time, six months to a year, I realized, okay, it is time now. I can, I can take it on the, on the road. And similarly, I've been talking about my thinning business but about property guys it's it's the same way yes i could have relocated to boston and i probably would have had a different kind of success or maybe a faster success in in massachusetts if i did that but i specifically chose not to do that at least for the first few years of the business um and find ways to to go around that so yes obviously i do have Lots of uh, Zoom calls. If you're allergic to uh, to Zoom and Meets and Teams, uh, probably not for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. But in my case, yeah, it's, it's a lot of um, virtual virtual meetings, a lot of emails, phone calls, and so on. And I'm perfectly fine with that because it allows me to have a, a much better uh, work-life balance and and you know put whatever I enjoy uh, as a priority in my schedule and then work as a you know a second a second pri- priority. The reason I'm doing this, if you heard of the book the the Happiness Advantage. Um, it talks about you know the fact that if you want to be successful, you first have to uh, be happy and content, uh, instead of the, the common knowledge of "Hey, I'm going to try to be successful in order to be happy." So when I reach that threshold, when I reach that goal, I will be happy. But there is always a next goal and a le- next thing to reach. So when you flip the thing around and you have you're you're, you're happy, you know, in your mental state in your in your life. Then success actually does flow a lot, a lot more um, easily, and that's that's really uh, my focus.
0: Well, and I think I've I've heard a lot about that with entrepreneurial personalities because it's always there's something more. It's either bigger, the next thing, and so you have to be content where you're at because you're never going to get to the arrival point because there's that inner drive that wants you to do more, bigger you know, whatever that might be. So you have to learn how to be content where you're at and then everything's going to flow out of it. How does that work with the time changes then? Because obviously you're you're midnight right now. We're having this conversation. I'm close to <laughs> noon. So how do you handle the time differences and then being able to still experience life in the country that you're in at that time when you're doing this while everybody else is sleeping for the most part?
1: You read my mind because as I uh, I was listening to you, I was thinking, oh, I should I should talk about the time difference because yes, it is. It is a big factor, and that's not the only one. But um, the time difference in my case, right now, currently in Malaysia, it's twelve hours with Massachusetts. So eight AM is eight PM. You know, ten AM is ten PM, uh, which actually makes it somewhat easy because you know I work in the evening from roughly seven PM my time till midnight or one AM, um, and maybe one or two hours in the morning. But I have my days free. I have my nights, you know, pretty much free to sleep. Um, and uh, and it does take some getting used to. Um, but I'm very much into creating habits and routines in in general that's something I've been doing for years and I think it is very important um, if you um, if you want to become a nomad entrepreneur or digital nomad whatever it might be um, you need to to know how to um, organize your life in a, in a pretty you know well, organized manner (laughs) so um so in my case i have a good routine it took me a couple of weeks to acquire since i've been here but i have my work time i have my play time i have you know i wake up uh, roughly at the same exactly at the same time every day i go to bed roughly at the same time every day and that actually makes things quite easy and and enjoyable um you know mentally and uh, and, um, and physically and so on um but there are some um uh, there are also some other uh, you know considerations, obviously, whenever you're going to a new country. I do recommend to first start traveling within your country if you're in the u s. It's pretty easy. There is a lot <laughs> to, to do and to visit. Um, but as you go, you know you have to to figure out um how long you're gonna stay if you should get a visa, you know all those uh, considerations, about visa, tourist visa, and so on. Um, and, um, and another thing that I do recommend is to, as I mentioned earlier, try to automate or delegate some, some of the, uh, the items that you have in hand um, in order to make things easy for yourself and in order for your business to grow. And so getting a virtual assistant uh, or getting some of your tasks and duties delegated to a virtual uh, worker, whether it is marketing, whether it is web design or or just an assistant or a salesperson, actually everything I mentioned, I actually have a, a virtual uh, freelancers for each of those uh, those tasks as we speak. Um, that that actually alleviate a lot of uh, the the work that might be a little, you know, painful or boring or whatnot within you know within your business, and it allows you to focus on what really matters, you know, for your business. Uh, for you to be involved in, what is the added value to, you're bringing to your business? You yourself, um, and often when you take a, you know, good look at your business and the things that you're doing, you actually realize a lot of things can be delegated, and where you're needed are very narrow tasks. And usually, those are the tasks and responsibilities that brings the most value, the, the highest ROI for your business. So I highly recommend you take a, a step back to your business. Often you might need some uh, some some help. Um, uh, a coach or, or so someone around you, um, to assess every part of, uh, your day and your, your job what can be delegated, what can be automated. With AI nowadays, a lot of things can actually be, be automated um, and narrowed down to where are you actually needed in your business.
0: That's awesome. It's good to hear. And I, I think for some people, yeah, they start with, well, I could never do that. And you, know, you just kind of laid out, well, here's how that's possible. And so maybe start with how can I do it instead of giving all the reasons why I can't do that. Have you ever heard the phrase, you're the average of the top five people that you hang around? Well, real estate agents, I'm excited to increase your five with you. We're launching the Real Freedom Investor Agent Tribe to help you get educated and connect with others to build your real estate investing journey and also to help you along the way as you're working with real estate investors. So come check it out on our website realfreedom.com go to the store we have a membership we have a mastermind group and private coaching to help you stay accountable to your real estate investing goals and to make sure that you connect with like-minded people to accelerate your progress and to cheer you on along the way check it out realfreedom.com Click on the store. But we talked a lot about franchise opportunities, running businesses, building businesses, working remotely for people that want to know about that. Learn more about property guys. How can they do that? Sure. So to reach out to me
1: personally, Karim Kureshni on LinkedIn, it's uh, it's usually the the easiest way. I'm the only one, so if you have my name around the title wherever, copy paste it on LinkedIn, you'll find me. And I, it doesn't even have to be necessarily about property guys. If you want to continue. You know good conversations like this about entrepreneurship about taking your business on the road i'm always happy to share any kind of uh, knowledge and value um and for anyone wanting to learn more about property guys uh, i advise you google uh, property guys massachusetts that's where how you can find my uh, my uh, my website or propertyguysfranchise.com is the the main uh, website about property Guys franchise and obviously propertyguys.com is the, <laughs> the the main website and the main brand so each of those uh, website will, will give you a lot of uh, information.
0: Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing. It was great to hear your story. And best of luck as you continue to, to grow out the territory there.